We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett. Along with me is two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change short episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all of the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And along with us today is... Per, along with us today is per, guys. Yeah, there's no producer here. What? What? Did somebody forget to send out the text? Did we change What's the policies? <laughs> you and those policies. It's this uh, different recording day, I guess. Threw yes. it off. Yes. Yeah. We we, we we couldn't get anyone that was available. Well, I mean, or maybe we just ran out of friends. <laughs> I'm thinking we. Yeah, I think we just ran out of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, the first episode without a producer, which will go down in Craft Beer Connoisseur's history and possibly be on a trivia. It's true. Yeah. You know, perhaps like a factor crap, you know? It, yes. Well, maybe we'll be like, you know how breweries do like trivia night for certain, you know, like a show's trivia or something? It'll be like Craft Beer Connoisseur's trivia at the brewery. Could you imagine how many people would be so upset to see that? <laughs> <laughs> like I guess the one benefit is if people knew like well in advance, they could just binge listen. Yeah, you just it. study up. Yeah, and but then if, our numbers go up. If you didn't, they'd be like maybe like that one guy you know that's at the brewery would be like, oh yeah, I'm ready for this. I think it's gonna be one of those things where the the scores is gonna be very high and very low. There's no gonna be nobody in the middle. Yeah, I love that. A lot of it's probably gonna be low. Well, maybe we can make it happen one day. Uh, well, what we are for sure gonna make happen is that. Today, we're going to be reviewing Perth Brewery out of Perth, Ontario, which is not to be confused with Perth County. Yes, because, you know, some of us are local to that uh, county. Yes, I've heard. Yes. Not you. No, (laughs) no, not me. But you have visited. I have many times, yes. There you go. So we're going to be having two beers, as we do. Uh, That has not changed. That has not, no. 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 You know, we got rid of a producer, but we kept the same number of beers. We should have maybe looked for, you know, adding that third beer. (laughs) 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 The first one we're going to be doing is the Last Duel, and the second beer is a Mocha Stout, uh, which just so happens to be the style of that beer. Yes. To finish off the episode, we're going to talk about all things 90s. So, Perth Brewery is located at 121 Dufferin Street on Highway 7, uh, right beside a Wendy's. Oh. Yes. So, wait a second. It's on Highway 7. Yep. It's in Perth, and there's a Wendy's there. Correct, yes. It's very very much like another... And it's not Perth County? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty well Perth County. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, actually, uh, Perth Brewery opened in 1993 making one of the Ontario's oldest breweries, with this being its 31st calendar year in business. You see that? I did math there. You did, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. producer helping you. I math that. Yeah, you you're, had to do that all by yourself. You're a sink yeah. or swim kind of guy That's true, right? I hate that for you. <laughs> well, all, <laughs> I hate it for me, too. <laughs> yeah. All the way back in 1993, the brewery was founded by a hippie buffalo farmer named, named Terry Steves, who had started making beer in his kitchen. Uh, And he was doing that to share it with his family and friends. Now, Terry moved on to a different occupation, uh, which was timber framing. 
But then the Ontario government began legislation to allow more brewing on brewery premises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Terry felt his skills could be used elsewhere, and thus Perth Brewing was born. Perth was also one of the very first breweries to offer beers in cans in the late 1990s. So that's, uh, there you go. Talk about trivia. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. So today, Perth still runs smoothly, um, albeit a couple more fermenters, tanks, and some timber framing uh, accents. You would expect that. Yes. You would hope that. Now, if yeah. that's the case, is there also going to be um, any hippie buffalo uh, farming uh, going on there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, some tie-dye paint? I, I have been uh, downtown Perth before, and I did not see any buffaloes. Have you been uptown Perth? Uh, yeah, that's where you get the hippies. <laughs> that's it. There's a big divide right yes. down, right? Um, so, yeah, talking about the beers themselves, uh, they are all gluten-reduced. Oh. So we don't see that a whole lot. No, you don't. So that's kind of a nice little uh, niche to the market, I suppose. Um, as a result, traditionally brewed uh, beer uh, contains some gluten, obviously. Yes. Um, however, what makes Perth beer unique is during the fermentation process, they add an enzyme to reduce the gluten protein levels to under 20 parts per million. Um, and that obviously doesn't compromise what they consider fantastic beer. And we're going to find out later on, obviously, we will, in this yeah. episode. Absolutely. Um, and so hopefully that doesn't change the flavor. The, the customers seem to enjoy it. Uh, they don't see any issues with it. Um, and they also have a different line of beers, too. So it's nice to see that they, they specialize in some traditional kinds of beers, yes. which are, are gluten-friendly, and, and then some other ones, too, yes. we'll, we'll get to talking to. Well, when you were mentioning that they were gluten-friendly, I was thinking to myself, or sorry, gluten-reduced, I was thinking, how do they do that? Because I remember we had Exchange Brewery, on and they provided us a gluten-free beer and it was made with um buckwheat right and so i was saying oh maybe they use like half buckwheat for example um half you know wheat for example yeah Yeah, but i guess obviously they're using the regular ingredients just reducing the amount of gluten in it throwing that enzyme enzyme in there yeah there you go enzymes eating up that gluten sounds like they have a scientist at the brewery too who's saying throw this enzyme in or Hippie. Or hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Could be the same. One of the yeah. A hippie scientist. There Makes you go. Sense. And so, buffalo farmer. Yes. So obviously, um, if you go venture it to your local LCBOs, beer stores, even um, grocery stores, uh, you can usually find some Perth um, products, uh, including maybe some of the beers that we may be having today, mm. perhaps. So, you know, if you do, venture out. Uh, to the actual brewery itself, uh, has anyone been before? Uh, I have not been. I have not been yes. to Perth. I have got a lot of phone calls that were meant for Perth, and I have seen <laughs> I, see that I have seen several resumes that were also meant for Perth, Ontario. Yes. Mm. Uh, people were not proofreading, I bet. You know, sometimes people get the county and uh, Perth a little mixed up. I bet you there's probably some people in Perth like, oh, it's a county. But have yeah. you got any Perth Australians? Nah, none that have shown up that I've known, mate. <laughs> well, the interviews are virtual these days, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's just it. Yeah. I thought you meant just as guests and, yeah. and tourists, because people do come into the well, building, I too. Bet, yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, so, remember when we were at uh, Broken Stick? Yes. Way back when. Um, so, the Sunday morning, I took kind of like the Highway 7 route, kind of going through Maddock and up to Peterborough and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I did go through Perth. I did see the actual brewery. It was 8.30 on the Sunday morning. They were not open. 
So um, that's good. Good that you mentioned that. Usually we do this at the end, but I'm going to do this at yeah, this time. Yeah. I think this is good. So yeah, you good. said they were not open at 8:30 on Sunday morning, but they are open Monday, Wednesday, 10 to 6; Thursday, Friday, 10 to 7; Saturday, 9 to 6; and Sunday, 11 to 5. Normally we put that at the end, yes. but no producer. We do what we want. And you want to know what was open at 8:30 on a Sunday morning in Perth? A Zayers. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, well, I had to stop. It's, it happens. You had to stop. You had to stop. It, it does open at, they do open at nine on Saturday. Like yeah, that's, so if it that's was an Saturday, early start. I yeah. probably would have waited the extra half hour. Yeah. yeah. But Sunday, I mean, you're only a couple hours away there. Yeah, I was pretty much in Peterborough by 11 o'clock, I think. <laughs> yeah. You're probably home, actually. Yeah, the way yeah. you yeah. drove on that trip. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. I feel like you, you drove past like three breweries now that we've had on the podcast since then during That's that. Yes, and none of them drive. were open on a Sunday at like 9 a.m. It's amazing how that works. It's a missed opportunity. Really? really. Truly and honestly. I didn't really plan this one ahead. Someone's got to get on that. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of beers that they've made, Perth has made 27, including some non-alcoholics and other beverages, with an average rating of 3.53 out of 5 and over 50,000 check-ins. So those quite are, a bit. Those yes. are the other beers I was talking about, yes. right? They've the Oh, they sent 27 beers. And then, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I was saying how they had other things that they worked on besides just the gluten. It's, it's the non-alcoholics. Oh, I see, have. I see. No, they did not send 27. But if you wanted to, you now have our address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't you think 27 years is a, just an awkward number to send in a <laughs> Yeah, it's, it doesn't really fit well no, into the no, packaging. No. Yeah. I've yeah. never in my life heard you complain about any beers being shipped to you. <laughs> and now's the time you want to say, yeah, 27 just doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might be kind of like hanging out the side of the box. Yeah, you but guess know. what? I bet it's going to work for some person. Hey, wait till you guys see how this is packaged. I, I'm excited. She's the thing of beauty. And there's a story behind this one. Oh, yes. okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to the story. There's always a story. There's, ever since you've, been a story. Ever yeah, ever since since you've moved relocated <laughs> yeah. uh, to where you are now, I'm not going to give out the address or anything like that or town because I made that mistake once. Good, yeah. Um, yeah, there's always been a story behind the beers. But a little, at least the bright side, you get to meet your neighbors. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> so, true. But beer-wise, back to what's important here, beers, not your neighbors. Um, <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, so I've had five beers with the highest rate being the Calypso IPA at a 4.25. But how many beers have you guys had? Uh, I've had zero so far. I've yeah. also had zero. And I was actually kind of surprised at that because like you mentioned, they're in the, most of the LCBOs, most of the beer stores. So you would think that, you know, we would probably see them and pick them up, but guess not. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, right. you will. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, one thing of note of these 27 different creations, almost all of them currently are available on their website to order. So wow. that's They're good. A, keeping a them big Rolodex of beers. I mean, when you're one of the oldest, you got to have, I think, pretty well everything. That's yes. a lot of brewing to be happening to keep 27 beers in stock. They or never almost said they were selling them. They just said they've got some on the shelves. Oh, I see. Okay. They're, and they're available to be ordered. So check you know? those best before dates. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they do say check the Either that or maybe they just brew to order. You know, they're like, you know, <laughs> oh, we, got a, go. we got a big order coming in here. Let's. Uh, people, want, people want six Rattlers. Time to brew up six Rattlers. That would be That's cool. Just, made to order beer. Yeah. Um, wait, well, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, somebody ordered 27 cans. <laughs> 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 Those one of each beer. <laughs> those, Dang it. Those connoisseurs <laughs> did it again. Uh, oh, but anyways, no. uh, speaking of ordering, it is free across Ontario with a minimum of $150 order 
or 48 cans, you know, whichever you get to first. That's a bit better, that 48 cans. Yes. That fits nicer. Oh, a little yeah. equaler, right? Yeah. Good English there, too, with yeah, equaler. equaler. <laughs> All right. um, otherwise, there's a flat rate of $15. There okay. you go. Okay. Well, and we already did their hours, so... Uh, their hours have been done dead. Don't need yes. to do that again, but what we will do is link their informa- information onto our social media. There you go, and we'll be right back with some beep bopping. A uh, big shout-out and thank you to uh, Kate and the entire PB team, as evidenced by the handwritten note that you, we got. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's so, it say? Uh, it yeah, says, what's it say? Tell us what it says. We want to know. This is me reading, so it might be oh. bad. <laughs> uh, I love how you have two pieces of paper and you're only reading one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, light. It's well lit in here. Uh, hey, friends. Uh, we are so, I believe that's uh, underlined. Yes, uh, that is an underlined. Yeah. Correct. Excited to work with you. Thank you for, so much. Again, so is underlined. Uh, for your support. And uh, have fun. I mean, we are definitely having fun. We always have fun. We uh, cheers. Mostly have fun. <laughs> and they've also sent their entire uh, menu list of items in terms of beers that they have. Yes. So There's about 27. Yes. You want to know what the first one is on that list? <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. All right. So before we jump into this, I feel like I should give a, the background story to this. Yeah. Um, Perth, uh, Baroon, absolutely our brewery, sorry, was absolutely fantastic to work with. Uh, so we had some good correspondence back and forth on uh, our Instagram, our, our, our DMs and such. And uh, Yeah, they snuck in there. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good, just the dialogue that we had. Very positive, um, great people, great customer service. I would say probably one of the best that we've worked with. Now the issue. Oh, okay. There's an issue. <laughs> so the beers got sent. That doesn't sound like an issue. It doesn't. I looked to see when the beers were sent and how to do a follow-up. And apparently the beers were delivered. Yeah. I said, what? (laughs) Um, You're trying these new invisible beers. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I didn't get no beers. And then there was some confusion over it. Um, It was the wrong number that was put on the information. Right. So a couple of digits off, I think, right? I don't want to throw Perth under the bus here, but I'm not taking the hit on this one. I put the right numbers in. They just they didn't translate properly, which was fine. It happens. It was fine. So got the information, saw who signed off on it, Florence, if you will. Uh, so I said, I'm going to meet some neighbors. <laughs> so again. <laughs> yeah. Take two, different neighbor. So I park my vehicle, I get out, I walk across, and I knock on the door. I'm like, okay, this is Florence, okay? Her name's Florence. I got this. Comes to the door, sweet elderly lady. I said, hi, how are you? She said, oh, good. How can I help you? I said, I live across the street. This is who I am. We just recently moved in. Um, I believe a package was delivered to you. A package of beers. And she said, oh, Who's it for? Like, okay, like, lady, I'm not just coming to your door, and I just somehow know you got a random package that's not yours. Says for the craft beer concerts. Okay. And the brewery? I was like, what is this? Who would who? You want to know what they call that? Trivia. Oh, my goodness. I was like, why are you giving me the fifth degree flow flow? Like, first off, I know your name is Florence. I've never met you. Right. I know that there are beers delivered here that weren't yours. Don't question me. (laughs) I think you know that... It's there, and so it oh. doesn't seem like you're trying to scam her. So. That's what I'm saying. So then she invites me into the house. <laughs> she says the beers are here. Her husband, I think his name was Gerald, he comes out, wondering what's going on. He says, no, I took the beers downstairs. I was like, all right. Next thing I know, he's up there. She goes downstairs to get the beers. A 50-year-old son appears out of the basement 
with these beers. Next thing, we're having this conversation. She's had a stroke. He's had a stroke. He's waiting on knee replacement. She's got a hip replacement. I now know their whole backstory. Wow. And I said, you know what? We said it before when this happened. Beers. Bring neighbors together. (laughs) I think what you should do for future episodes is just tell the breweries like different numbers like work your way down the whole street and then you just go visit and meet all your neighbors that way i feel like we have to do a block party yeah have Mm -hmm. the craft beer concerts put up our sign yes and just sit at the end of the driveway drink beers and have people come over and we'll We'll uh, get to know everybody. There you go. I but, would I would come for that. Well, you. I don't, I don't even live part in the, of the I don't even live in the neighborhood. But yeah, I, yeah. it'd be a concert. It'd be a live podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Get to know your neighbors. Beer bring us together. Uh, Kate was great, and there we go. Okay. There it is. Right. Another story. Well, speaking of beers, we have this one. Oh, yes. In our hand. After that story, I'm After, thirsty. Yeah, it's definitely some um, um, ways that they've got here. Uh, thank you, Florence, Gerald, and the son for <laughs> yeah. giving us the beers. I don't uh, even know it's Gerald. I think it's Gerald. I 100% know it's Florence. Well, let's be serious. She's if her name's Florence, it's probably Gerald. It's not going to be like <laughs> Steve. She anyway. had the info and the beers. That's all I cared about. That, that's fair. Well, you care about the beers, maybe not the info. But anyway. <laughs> True. So this first beer is The Last Duel, which, I mean, it might happen with... Uh, <laughs> with Florence. If she didn't cough them up, that would have been The Last she Duel. come up from the basement with her son. Yeah. We were going to be throwing yeah. fast. She had backup. You didn't, though. Anyway. <laughs> so this beer is a... Uh, goodness gracious. Anyway. Last duel is a lager, okay? Let's just be serious. It's a, it's a lager, okay? Okay. Okay. 4.5% and the IBUs are listed at 12. What is the beer besides well, a lager, Tyler? Well, Brett, you said I didn't have backup, but here's the thing. I rhymed off all their health reports. I don't think I needed backup. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So uh, not only is Florence this way, but same with The Last Duel. It is extremely light. Uh, crisp, refreshing, with mellow malt flavors. I don't know about Florence on that one. Uh, this lager is so popular because it is so approachable, bridging gaps between traditional domestic drinkers and the craft beer world. We talk about this, guys. Yes. I, season one, we, we I think we coined the terms, right? Like this could be... The beer with training wheels. It could be. The craft beer. Uh, so it's supposedly a perfectly crushable beer for hot summer afternoons. God, I miss those. Or curled up on the couch watching football. I guess we can do that too. Super Bowl's coming For like up. one more time. Yeah, one more time uh, yeah. this year. <laughs> I, I love how it's, you got to be curled up though. Yeah. Don't sprawl. <laughs> no sprawling. <laughs> curled up only. Well, just a reminder, as always, to follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons and on untapped at craftbeerconnoisseurs. The last dual logger has a rating of 3.35 out of 5 with just over 3,900 check-ins. Uh, out of those 3,900 or so, there's 44 5 out of 5s, and 53 of our friends have checked it in with an average of 3.4 out of 5. And I did go I did go through and check because we don't have a producer. Uh, Gerald and Florence were not one of those check-ins. But you went through all 3,900? Uh, no, it's the friends. Oh, oh we're friends well, with them. They're not friends with us yet, <laughs> but they could be a future producer. Apparently we're yeah, we should have gone over the, across the street. <laughs> no, they could get over here. Yeah. Might, put, might take them about six minutes, though. I'll put them in a wheelbarrow. Uh, <laughs> we'd get them here. That's what friends are for. Um, all right. You know what? Let's grab our cans. Let's grab that glass. You guys got them? Got it. Yes, sir. Let's open her up. Oh, that's there a big go. pop. It is. I will say in this, uh, they say raise pints, not pistols. And I agree. Oh, oh. that's a nice message. 
Uh, so we are drinking out of a pint glass today, so make sure to use your proper glassware. A little vigorous on that pour, Tyler. I was a little vigorous, but I feel like we're going to be okay. I feel like the, the head on this one's going to subside. Yeah, yours is already going down pretty quickly. Pretty good. I almost think it's a good, good pour on it. Just to uh, give you a, a little bit more information in terms of the name Last Duel. Yes, please. Uh, in June 1833... This was back a while ago. Oh, start with the top there. What's it say there? Big oh, color? yes. Come well, on now. I think we're going to get into wetting our thistle in a minute here. Um, anyway, so uh, Kano's last fatal duel was fought over an insult to a young lady. The winner got the girl, and we know what happened to the, the loser. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> get the girl. You became a crappier connoisseur. Hearkening back to this town's bold tradition of chivalry and honor, this is one refreshing lager that stands tall and shoots straight. Nice. Yeah. Right. I like that. Fair enough. Very good, very good. All right, what do you guys see? We're talking an extremely approachable lager here. What do you guys got? Well, I see crystal clear right through my glass. Um, looks like a lager, um, kind of like a nice straw color. Yes. Uh, had definitely dissipating quickly. I didn't have as much as you, Tyler, but it is yes, It is almost gone. You, you are seeing uh, a few bubbles uh, kind of uh, carbonating throughout. Yeah. I, I kind of wish this would be the picture on the Instagram. Well, you it know. won't be, but I, I kind of wish it well, would. You know, yeah, that's a that's a good looking pour. It yeah, looks it's, it's, it looks good now. Yeah, yes. like yeah. It, it looks nice, a nice fluffy head on yeah. it. When, if when we're dueling between finger. my beer and your beer, your beer's gonna win. Oh, it's definitely got a bigger head. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Um, <laughs> Never seen a head this big. <laughs> Never That's seen a true. nose that big. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have, have a big nose. Got him. Got to have a big head for a big nose, right? Yeah, that's, yeah true. that's true. All right. Well, what do you get on the the the, the nose? Literally, yeah. pun intended. There, Tyler. <laughs> Got one insult from you. Um, yeah, no, very very light. Like there's not a whole lot coming through on it. Like, no. I, I, and again, that could be a little bit more subdued because the the head retention that I do have. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. I, I'm actually going to take a sip right now because I want to kind of get some of that frothiness. Please do yes, it. Please do. Indulge and, and in also, it. I believe he did say he was thirsty. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I, I'll take a sip too. Yeah. Um, and now, just like Gatorade, he has quenched his thirst. <laughs> just like that, eh? Yeah. Just one, sw- one swallow. One, one swallow, that's it. Mm. Um, that's nice, actually. Super, yeah. super light, as it says. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of sweetness right, right up front. Okay. I'm also kind of getting more on the back end. Like it's hitting a subtle sweetness up the front, and then on the back end, that's where I'm getting more of the sweetness. Yeah. Do you think that uh, that sweetness is the maltiness, though? Because like I'm kind of getting that malty, like again, at the, kind of at the end. I'm sure it's coming from the malts, but it comes off almost, um, almost like a subdued honey flavor. Yeah. Not not as yeah. sweet as honey, but but definitely has that kind of same flavor profile. I was more on the uh, apple juice line of things in terms of a little bit like that sweetness that you get from a. Sure. 100% pressed apple mm. juice, not, you know, okay. your manufactured aliens or whatever it's called, Alan's. Al- <laughs> aliens. <laughs> not up on my Clip apple it. juice. <laughs> that, that second L, uh, it, it, get it'll you. get you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tough font to look at. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Font on here, pretty not, good. Not bad, not yeah, bad. You can read it all. Trust um, me. Yeah, there, there's, again, there's a lightness to it. Um, we talked about the straw-like kind of color of it, and I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not getting overly earthy tones with it, just on the flavor profile. No, but, not at all. But I, I do think it is. It is very light, crisp, as it says. It is. Yes. It, it is crisp. Um, I do think that the malts are really driving this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but in such a, a faint, subtle manner that it, it is, as they say, approachable. Yeah, it has crispness. You're right, but like I, uh, aliens. Uh, oh, sorry. A little uh, bit more than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would like a little bit more carbonation. I think honestly, um, sitting a little flat for you. Not necessarily flat, but I think the carbonation, like, you know, when you drink that really crisp lager and, you know, you kind of like feel it, you get that mouthfeel from the carbonation. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm missing that a little bit. If I say this is a little bit different from, uh, it's not a bubble, it's more of a fizz. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like, I think you're right in terms of the carbonation, but instead of like yeah. high carbonation, high, big bubble um, kind of going through it. Yeah. We're seeing this as more of a, a, a fizz that simmers. Yeah. And that's not surprising because you mentioned, Brett, when you were looking at it, there were just kind of a couple bubbles floating up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you get a really carbonated beer, obviously you're going to see a ton of bubbles yeah. floating up there. Uh, and we didn't see that. So makes sense. Yeah. Well, should we move on to the top five flavor profiles? Yeah. Wait, you didn't really shall. say much about it. Well, so. I mean, I've also had this one before. So, you know what we'll do is. Chris, why don't you give the flavor profiles, and then you can speak to, to it a bit more yeah, right? yeah, as we enough. go through it, Brad. How about that? Yep. Yeah, so number one is light. Uh, I think it's definitely uh, light. I think it's one of those things that you can have more than one of in a sitting, if you will, right? You can be able to have two or three. Um, I, they mentioned you know, it was uh, a hot summer day or a curl-up watching football. Yeah. Um, how about a hot summer day watching football? I think that would be a, a pretty good uh, interpretation of... This beer. Yeah, yeah, this is a lawnmower beer. Oh, yeah. yeah easily. I mean, like... 100%. You pour this when you start, and you finish it before you finish half the yard. Yeah. And then you grab another one to do the other half. Yeah. It's called halftime. And then, boom. Get there you beer, go. And then you're, yeah. Love it. And then you curl up on the ground that you just perfectly cut that lawn. <laughs> and you, s- nothing- you smell those clippings. <laughs> hey, it's one of those things, a well-mowed uh, lawn. Something that at the start you're like, yeah, I don't want to mow the lawn, but when it's done, oh, it's satisfying. oh it, it is good. satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a call to later on. Yes. <laughs> good call. Well done. Uh, all right. Well, number two is clean, which I would say this definitely is yeah, clean as well. I think this well. beer is very, very, very clean. I think it's also one of those things that's been, this is not its first go around. This wasn't its first uh, batch, if you will. Yeah. So they've definitely uh, manufactured it down to being a very, very clean beer. Yeah. Uh, three is sweet. So I would totally agree. I mentioned the, the sweetness. I think the sweet probably for me would be number one. I think yeah, that's me what too. You get uh, most of it. But uh, yeah, still a big fan, Tyler. Yeah, I'm okay with where it is. So far, I, w- I was actually thinking before you said that, I'm like, so far, one through three, I actually, I can identify with that. Yep. Yeah. And I don't think they're far off. Like if we are doing a ranking yeah, system. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think they're really like light, clean, sweet. I mean, you could put them in any order. I don't think they're really that far off. No. Uh, the fourth one I would not put in, and they people might be getting confused with the light, but they're saying watery. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily watery, uh, but I can see how people get it. It's kind of like the lightness mixed with the n- lack of carbonation. I You just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. And I, I think that could kind of give them that interpretation of yeah. it. Um, and as we kind of said before, you know, the, the training wheel beer, right? I could see, uh, you know, the uh, big domestics are known as uh, watery. A little watery, yeah. Right? So uh, <laughs> uh, maybe that's where they're they're shooting for in this one in terms of the people that have, have reviewed it on Untapped. Yeah. You didn't even mean to do that, eh? What? What they were shooting for? Oh. You have no <laughs> idea. You had no idea you were dropping nope. that. Nope, not a um, chance. 
And that's the thing. I think the watery, again, misconstrued. But we're talking about a 4.5 that does not drink like a 4.5 either. No. Like, I feel like mm. the, this is like a three, three and a half. Yeah. It drinks really sure light. This is not the non-alcoholic one. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Anybody else get that? No, I, I agree. It, like, it definitely, it, yeah, it, it drinks a lot less. And that goes to the light, right? Yes. Uh, and then the last one is earthy, which we kind of talked about a bit. Not really getting any earthiness from this. Yeah. 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 Um, if we had a producer, I think uh, they would say crushable. Would definitely be on this. Uh, I, I would list. say crushable. Yep. For I sure. feel like any producer just throws down crushable. I think they have it's to the go to yeah, move. Yeah. It's a beer. I'd crush it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think uh, 10% stout is known as crushable. I, there'd be a producer out there that would <laughs> yeah. say that. We've had some producers that crushed a 10% oh, yeah. stout. So. Uh, fair enough. Ah. Or like a double IPA or something, or uh, a triple yeah. IPA. Well, I mean, since we don't have a producer, but other people have still, you know, rated the beer untapped, right? Yes. So around thirty nine hundred. Yes. Good. Good mathing. Yeah. Uh, also, you read it earlier, or I read it. Somebody read it earlier. Uh, Tyler, you have the f- one of those thirty nine hundred reviews. All right. So the first one we have is Craig H with the handle Craig Hyde with an E, um, and an Y, not an I. I uh, stated the following: quite sweet, but very light, clean and smooth, um, and they give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Next one comes from Cody C. Pinkster21 is Cody's handle. Cody said, very good. Strong honey overtones with medium wheat on the back end. Excellent for a light evening out. And Cody gave it a 3.75 out of 5. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty good. All right. I'll get started because we've got to get things going because there's no producer here. We're running out of time. That is right. Um, I'm going to go straight to it with no explanation. I'm going to go with a 3.75. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to go with a 3.75. I was actually uh, quite pleased with this. And the overall rating was like 3.53 or something like that. Um but yeah, I enjoy this beer. Three point three five. I was gonna say yeah, three point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah. The overall for all the beers, three point five three. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I had this back in twenty twenty one, and I rated it a two point seven five at the time. Obviously, uh, taste buds over time have changed. So I am going to up uh, my. I'm not going to go to three point seven five at all, but I will give it a three point two five. Okay, for sure. Well, you know, we have no producer here to do math, so we're just kind of. Kind of going on it right now, but I I do have it. So that gives us an overall of three point five eight three 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 three, and um, we're gonna round that down uh, to three point five. Okay. Well, I guess it's uh, you know the duel's over. It was the last duel. Okay. So we're gonna move on to beer numero dos. All right. Insert witty comment about the 90s here. Uh, this is the second beer. Uh, and this beer is the Mocha Stout, which also happens to be the same name as the beer, which we've mentioned uh, before, but just in case you forget. But what you might not know, that this is uh, a 5.5 ABV and 42 IBUs. All right. Well, this is often described as a breakfast beer or a dessert beer. We'll let you be the judge. Sometimes breakfast is dessert, right, okay. Brett? Absolutely. Can't go agree. to our in-house expert, Brett yep, yeah, Pfeiffer. Yeah. Here. <laughs> nice bowl of cereal for dessert. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the graham cracker cinnamon toast crunch. Delightful. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, so this stout brings you warm flavors of locally roasted espresso, organic chocolate, and vanilla. And it has a big velvety mouthfeel. It pours a dark, rich color, and it finishes d- with delicious notes of toffee on your palate. 
I didn't realize that they had organic chocolate. Didn't think that was a thing, but now I... Yeah. The, oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, spe- speaking of the 90s, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, organic chocolate makes sense, right? Because you're going to... It's coming from the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Organic yeah. cocoa. Cocoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. I, I'm not organic. What can I say? A- anything can be organic that's grown, right? It's true. Uh, I guess so. Except for you, Brett. You're not organic. Nope. Nope. Still grow though. Anyway, on tap. Uh, Mocha Star has an average rating of 3.71 out of 5, and just about uh, over 2,300 check ins at the time of this, this recording. Pardon me. Uh, there's 39 5 out of 5s, and there's been 47 of our friends. Ooh. All right, yeah. Florence, good job checking it in. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's with an average of 3.69, so just slightly below the uh, actual average um, of 3.71. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's grab that can. Oh, my goodness, guys. We did a good thing. And by we did, I mean I did. Yeah, left it out. This is going to be, I think, almost the perfect temperature we want. Or to be Mine again. feels like, I, I'm going to guess like 15 degrees. 15 yeah, degrees? Yeah. yeah. Oh. We got a thermometer here just to go, <laughs> go upstairs and uh, jump right in. Could be. <laughs> Ma! <laughs> Get a meat, meat thermometer? Would that work? Thermometer. Oh, you know Florence has a meat thermometer. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. She probably does all the turkey dinners. Um, all right. Grab that can, grab that glass, and let's open her up. I'm being so hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both yeah. of you are, like, so afraid I to open Well, you yeah. know, there's a lot more carpet here now. There's a lot. I, yeah. I respect that. You respect that now. Oh, well, you just got to get some revol- Resolve carpet cleaner. Revolvers? That's the last duel, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, careful! Couple revolvers will just shoot the carpet right out. You're gonna spill. Nah. Um, well, we, make sure you're pouring this into the glass, and this is going to be a stout glass that we're using today. So make sure to use the proper glassware. You know, there's only two ways I drink a stout, and it's out of the can or the glass. I'm not drinking it out of the carpet. That's fair. You know that right now. There's only two ways. Because he's not getting one out of a bottle. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> there you go. Touche. Ah. Uh, me. Yeah. Or, or, or right at the tap. Oh, it's four ways. True. Uh, just in, sorry. What do you see? Um, well, oh, do you want to go to the can first? I was going to go to the can Don't first. Don't go to the can first. Okay. We'll, we'll let you go to the can later on. Yeah, yeah, Talk yeah, about yeah. the beer okay, first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it is dark, uh, which you would expect uh, from a from a stout. Um, yeah, hold it it's up. It's actually almost the uh, darker than usual, if you will. Really? You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think it gives me more of a root beer-esque. You know, I, I, good, uh, good call, I like these you know? glasses because when you pour a stout into them, which, you know, you do with, with a stout glass. <laughs> Ash went hard. Um, and it's dark. Like, I can see myself reflecting in the glass. That's why Brett's not looking at his. Yeah. Also, yeah. Fi- but, also, fifth one, cask. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, if I tilt this glass kind of in the right direction and you kind of look through the bottom, it yes. does give oh, more yes. of a hue, right? And so this gives off kind of more of a, 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 a different kind of uh, readiness to it. Yeah, yeah a, a light brownish red. Yeah. I think that's just kudos to the glass as well. All right, what do you smell? Brett, put the can down. Hey, put the I, can I, down. We'll get I, to the, I like the can designs on we'll, both these ones. I've been very well. well we'll get to that. What do you smell first? Tell us what you smell. Espresso and chocolate. Okay. I, I mean, I do smell that. You're not wrong, yeah. Uh, Definitely getting, and it's not like overpowering coffee. Uh, I mean, neither the chocolate or espresso is overpowering, but um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting. It's a nice mix. 
Yeah, I'm getting more of the chocolate. Um, but it's anyways. chocolate over the espresso, yeah. Uh, Chris, you and I drink. Fife, you talk about the can because yes, we got to keep this boat moving. So I don't know if you guys uh, have a uh, mocha stout machine at home. Uh, no, but apparently, I Perth, do not. But apparently Perth does because they fired it up um, to create this wonderfully indulgent experience of rich, smooth espresso brewed from locally roasted fair trade beans, natural chocolate, otherwise known as possibly organic, and pure Madagascar vanilla come together with our midnight dark stout. Um, and if, you know, if I don't start drinking, then it might be midnight before I, I sure. finish it. So sure. We should do that. Um, Chris, you picking up anything there? Yeah, so I'm getting the uh, the coffee coming through right up front and then kind of transitions into like a smooth chocolate. Um, basically, that's what I'm getting. I, I It would be nice to get a bit more vanilla. The vanilla is not coming through too much, uh, but but definitely coffee at the front, chocolate at the back. I, I'm definitely liking the, the back end of this. As, as most people know, I'm not a coffee guy by any stretch, but that chocolate on the back end, is very, very nice. Whether it's natural, organic, you know, wherever it came from, the chocolate is very nice. It really makes it a nice, smooth mouthfeel on the back, on the back end. Yep. No, I can see that. Um, I, I like both your assessments. I do think that it's... There could have been a, maybe just some more richness from the chocolate just to kind of finish it out. Yeah, agreed. Um, but it, it is... It seems very balanced... But I was just kind of looking for like a little bit of oomph to finish, um, because it does, it doesn't. There's not a whole lot of mouthfeel with this one either, um, obviously, uh, um, because there's not this creaminess to it. But I would have preferred just a little bit more oomph in the chocolate on the back end. The coffee or the espresso up front is nice. The transition is smooth. Um, just would have liked a little bit more of a punch. You know what they could have done with this, and Brett, you'll like this. Uh, maybe some lactose. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much said it with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I get that. That would up the creaminess factor, but I, I don't know if it would give me more of like the, I like. I just I want like a little more rich punch. That's yeah, a, a little bit more chocolate, maybe. Yes. Yeah, a little more chocolate, a little less espresso. No, no, I, I don't even think that's it. I, th- I think just the way that it, it, it drinks is the espresso is nice. The chocolate is nice. Don't, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying like I would have liked a little bit more of just like a, a chocolate rich punch at the end. Um, and then I'd come back with another sip because it, it drinks very thin. Yes. Um, yes. That I would, I would come back for, for more obviously and it would clean itself out. And start all over again. You know, it's interesting because we talked about the last duel about being like a training wheel beer, right? A training wheel craft beer. This, you could even argue, is like a training wheel stout, right? Yep. Where yep. it's not heavy on the coffee. It's not heavy on the chocolate. It's not super thick. It doesn't give you that really big mouthfeel. It's not high on the ABV. Yep. So if you're kind of getting into stouts, this would be a good beer to get into. Top five flavor profiles. Number one, coffee. Yeah, I'm surprised espresso is not a um, uh, a flavor profile, and it might be. I can Maybe it is. In a second, because we have no uh, producer, producer to do so. Drop the ball. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I would say coffee slash espresso kind of go. Okay. Over. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily personally put it at number one, but there is coffee flavor, absolutely. Number two is smooth. Yeah, this yeah. is smooth. Yeah, very smooth. Would you go? Okay. All right. I'll let that sit. Um, number three, creamy. Like not really. I, I think there's a an an aspect 
aspect of creaminess, but it's not it's not overly creamy where I would say, oh, that's a creamy beer. I'm going to put it in my top five. So this is why I stopped myself from interjecting on the last one. Would you more likely like to see light and then remove smooth and creamy? Or, yeah. Or drop creamy down. And the reason why I say this is because I smooth gives me, when I see the word smooth, I think more velvety. Right, like um, a mouthfeel type thing. Yeah. Uh, so I would almost say it's more light and not necessarily as smooth and or creamy. Or a, and you mentioned it earlier, thin, right? Yeah, maybe, or thin. Maybe light or thin. Yep. Yeah. That, that's some of the nuances. I, I don't want to yeah. be too picky with it, but I mean, we did take a course in it, so I, we should probably put some of that to use, right? <laughs> Which we should follow up on. Yes, uh, we should, yes. Uh, four, sweet. Uh, I think it's, it's a little sweet, but I maybe almost want it more sweet. Yeah, the la- the last duel was sweeter, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Okay, five chocolate. It's, yeah. So it's there. chocolate, like personally, chocolate would be number one, even though it's even though I'm saying more chocolate, like it's still the number one flavor that I'm getting from the beer. It would just be awesome to have even more of it because it's good. Yeah, I, I concur with that. I would almost take coffee and chocolate and ram them together in a 3-4 split or like a 2-3 split um, and go a thin one. And then, again, if that chocolate came with a punch, I'd, I'd like to see that just kind of upped a bit. Okay. Yep. Um, but nobody cares about my thoughts at this very moment, but you'll get them later on for sure. Um, untapped <laughs> users. Brett, what do we got? Uh, so the first one comes from I'm Jorge. Um, <laughs> also the same You're handle. Brett. <laughs> It's not my burner account, don't worry. Uh, so, uh, they said, coffee and chocolate, smooth and subtle, low bitterness in the finish. And this was their last beer of 2023. And they rated it a 3.80 out of 5 because they apparently are rich and can afford the four ninety nine per month. Oh, big spender. That's Jorge. <laughs> yeah. The next one comes from Justin M. Uh, JDW Murray is Justin's handle. Uh, really nice coffee integration. Easy on the chocolate, but do get a slight hint of dark chocolate. And Justin gave it a four out of five. So for me, this is kind of a, a flip from the first beer because I, I've had it before okay. and my rating went up. For this one, I've had it before and my rating is going to go down. Okay. Really really strange how it's working. So originally I gave it a 3.75, but again, as I said, that was a couple years ago. My taste buds have kind of changed. I'm going to go down to a 3.5. Okay. Very uh, good. Very good. I am going to actually be higher than you. I'm. I actually enjoy this beer quite a bit. I'm going to give it a four. And again, if it had more vanilla, more chocolate, it would have been much higher than a four. This this beer has really good potential. Yeah, I think it it does have the potential. Um, but I'm not calling up to the big leagues yet. I'm going to keep her down in the minors until it uh, kind of develops a little bit. Um, I'm going to give this one a 3.25. I'd like to see just that richness kind of come through at the end, a little bit more of a chocolate punch. Um, but again, I can understand what it is. It, it is a very good beer, and it is balanced. It is it is well-balanced between that yes, coffee and Yes, it is well-balanced. I will I definitely yes. give that for sure. Well, you guys are never going to believe it. We have the same overall score is the last beer at 3.583 so we're gonna round that down to 3.5 it almost seems like uh you know we're kind of pretty close to where the averages were for the, all the beers that they've had rated and yeah. the, the averages for the two beers i would say so but also you know that concludes a review of uh, perth and the beers provided for today's episode and you know what 
Okay, because Perth Brewery is in 93, we're talking about the 90s. Okay? Can we do that? Yeah, so let's do it. do it. All right. So with Perth Brewery uh, opening in 1993 and being one of the oldest breweries uh, in Ontario, uh, and all of us being in our 30s, granted, I did uh, not live my entire life in the 90s. Neither did I. Um, I was. (laughs) 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 You want to know what's funny is the the guy over there was born. I guess you both were born in the 80s. No, you said your entire entire life. life. (laughs) So that means you were born and died in the 90s. I made it past the age of seven. Yes, I did. Uh, anyway, so... You didn't live the entire decade yes, of the I 90s. I lived in like yeah. 75% of the 90s. Yeah. Okay. My apologies. There you go. I uh, lived every day of the 90s. There wasn't a day that I missed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. But uh, I lived uh, at least uh, most of it to know about it, right? So... I don't know if that's it. true, because... What, you, you would have been like eight by the time that the 90s were over? Uh, seven. And okay, you so you're helping my case. <laughs> hey, hey, we all survived it because you know why 2K was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, it never happened. That's true, but did you did you really feel it? You know, I don't know if you felt the '90s like us. No, I like I didn't feel the '80s. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. what do you got here? Anyway, so uh, I figured it made, made sense, kind of a uh, little throwback, if you will, back to the to '90s, and kind of figured our, our favorite uh, things from the '90s. So we're gonna do two, four, or that. Jesus. Well, maybe we had a two-four. Who knows? Anyway, um, four things. So movie, TV show, song, and then just like a generalized memory from the 90s. Okay. 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 Um, so favorite 90s movie. Okay. You think... Are we doing... Can I just... Yeah, point, yeah, yeah, sorry, point please, of clarification. Yes. We don't uh, have producers, so yes, please clarify. Thank you. Uh, or do you want just one or do you want like a couple? So I was going to do two because I have a... Christmas movie that's my favorite 90s movie and then like a non a non Christmas movie that's my favorite 90s movie. Cool. They're both available on Disney Plus though. I can tell you that. Oh wow, sweet. <laughs> yeah. oh, is it the Santa Claus? No, no. Oh, okay. But it is. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. Okay. Yes, cuz everybody loves Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh right, you J-G-G. you mentioned that. Uh, but also everybody loves episode. Jessica Biel and apparently she likes to eat in the shower. So, who knows? I actually just <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> you need to get on the Facebook. Just let me know that. All right, what, do you, the whole thing. what else? <laughs> My other movie, uh, Cool Runnings. I mean, Cool Runnings. Let's be, let's be serious. Okay. Uh, nothing wrong with it. You're making blobs theme. There you go. You want to go or you want me to go? Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Oh. Oh. Ah. So I guess Chris? I pick. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, so I'm going mainstream with my movies. I'm going Jurassic Park. Uh, and, so uh, mainstream. The original... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. I have seen neither of those. What? Yep. <laughs> You've uh, never seen I Jurassic have, Park? Nope, I've actually never seen it. Wow. wow. Okay, I've got five listed here. Uh, <laughs> I'll rhyme them off pretty quick. You're not going to believe some of them, I'm sure, but um, The Mask. An oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a big banger. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay, nice. yeah. Angels in the Outfield. Love that one. Yeah, you would. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh, yes. Okay. And maybe a little bit of a curveball, not baseball related. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Uh-huh, yes. One of my oh. favorite movies. Yeah, you definitely uh, went to. <laughs> yeah, well, I got older. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't probably watch the Shawshank Redemption when it came out, but. Uh, you know, I have actually seen the Shawshank Redemption. No, haven't seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's you were so going to say Titanic, maybe. No, uh, but a huge hit. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb I don't and know Dumber. how I missed Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. And Dumber. That, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's what the name, the name of this podcast would be if I wasn't here, though. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, no, that would be <laughs> you right. and a clone of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and you 
thought you were on a podcast, but you never recorded anything. <laughs> yeah. But you kept telling everybody you had this podcast. <laughs> Just you and your delirium. How come no one's listening? All right, Brent, what do we got? We got TV shows next? Yes, TV shows. All right. I'm pretty sure myself and Tyler are going to be the same on this one. Uh, maybe. I gave, I, it is on here in no particular order, but it is number one listed yes. on my yes. uh, It's home improvement. I yeah. mean, no, nobody can really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Say anything bad about that show. Let's be serious. So. Uh, I mean, Tim Allen himself was good and bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Santa Claus. See, we're just yeah. 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 lots of Tim Allen content here. Yeah. Absolutely. What else? He's got? done way too many Christmas movies. What, is that the only one? Yeah, no, that's the one. You only had one done. Hey, I got seven. Well, seven. I, as you know, <laughs> I didn't live in the. That's <laughs> <laughs> just it. I had too much time. So, uh, this show. Technically, you could say it's an 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, or 2020s show. Um, But the best episodes were in the 90s, and it's The Simpsons. Yeah. (laughs) Just quiet. Is that all you got? Yeah, that's all I got. Wow, jeez. You guys were... Because we said I, one. I, mean, one. We, I could go South Park 2, which started sure. in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, take it. We'll take it. But, yeah. That's fair. I figured to go that way. I did have Home Improvement up there, but you know what? We were still little. Uh, we were little, yeah. Magic School Bus. Oh, banger. Recess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got listed down here Full House, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been number two on my list, yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I never Absolutely watched it. Absolutely love Saved it. by the Bell. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Straight yeah. banger. And then one of my all time faves, just because the love story of the, the two main characters. Um, who doesn't love a Topanga? Boy Meets World. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. That was a banger. And thank God nobody said Seinfeld. Anyway. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. But we- I didn't like Seinfeld until later on. Yes. Apparently, yeah, it's kind of grown in popularity not with me though anyway uh favorite 90s you look like more of a fraser guy in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey it came back seinfeld hasn't anyway uh favorite 90s song i mean i think it's one of those ones that uh, every every now and or I shouldn't say every now and then but when it comes on i will always do karaoke in the car i thought you say i will always love you which was a 90s song too <laughs> i was like you do it baby i mean wonderwall oasis you know it just Okay. That just happens to pop in and anywhere, anything, um, I will bust that, it out completely. That was number one on my list again, Fife. Wow. You know, the 90s was a weird time for music. It was like boy and girl bands and then like alt rock, basically. That, those had, were the they, two they genres. They had boys to men. That, yeah. That's there you go. honestly the best way of describing it. And you'll see from my list as well. So I didn't go um, with, a, with a bunch, but, you know, secret... Backstreet Boys fan a little bit. I like they got some bangers. Um, so I'll go some Backstreet Boys songs like anything. Um, and then if I'm you know kind of being serious, what I would put on Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, oh. uh, and then Enter Sandman by uh, yes. by Metallica. Yes. Yeah, huge. I like that list, and I think you you summed it up really well, Chris. Like, here's my list: Oasis, Wonderwall, number one, first song I ever danced uh, with a, a girl to. Um, but I also had down here cause I, my dad used to get a catalog of like CDs you could buy. Yeah. Right. And you like circle off the ones you want and dad's like, yeah, it's 99 cents for this one. I, yeah. <laughs> so I, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Huge. Big one. And then Spice Girls were huge too. Yes. Yeah, Not Girls. saying that I was a, a fan fan, but it was, it was always on cause my sister was They're always They're catchy songs to it. too. But it was like, yeah. you knew what you're getting. I'd go karaoke Backstreet Boys with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I will not be in attendance. 
I got you. Well, you could be in a tent. You'd have to say. Um, I, I, no, I don't want to watch that. So you know how you did the the Christmas movie uh, yep. Yep. thing as well. So I bring to you one of the best bands that was a flash in the pan ish, Hanson with the <laughs> oh yes and yes every okay, yeah. year I play their Christmas uh, album. It is fire. <laughs> it holds up so good. Every year I'm like, no, we're putting it on. Like I don't get, I don't care where I am. Like that's my that's my Christmas jam. Fun fact about the Hanson Brothers: they own a brewery in the states. Is that right? Yep, they do. Mm, Bob. Mm. I'm pretty sure that might be their hazy IPA. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Uh, So favorite 90s memory. Um, If you guys remember going to uh, McDonald's back in the 90s, they had the- Do you? Yes, I do, actually. (laughs) The Ronald McDonald caboose with- the orange drank. He didn't call it orange drank. Uh, yeah, the orange drank. Yeah, orange drank. Yeah. Orange drank. Yeah, the birthday parties. Like honestly, yeah. yeah, I would honestly, if somebody could make me orange drank that tasted like that from the nineties back when I was seven, and compared it to now, it was. I would. It was basically be, tang with sugar. I think yeah. I'm probably one hundred percent correct. You're probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris. Uh, so I don't necessarily have one specific memory, but I just kind of think back to. Waking up on a Saturday or Sunday morning as a kid, going downstairs, having breakfast, watching TV, like watching Sports Center early in the morning, just kind of like being so carefree and like God. not having any worries. Like that's just kind of the biggest memory that I have of the 90s. Yeah. And mine's very similar to that. Like I would just go open up the newspaper, go to the stocks, see what was in there. <laughs> Uh, analyze. See how your portfolio is <laughs> Anal- doing. Analyze. <laughs> see if we're up or if we're down. You know, it depends. <laughs> depends on the ebbs and the flows. The imports, exports. You know, Vandalay Industries, uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. Yes. Um, no, I agree with that. And some of the things that I listed, like so, I went to Disney for the first time in '96. Yeah. Um, you may have been still in diapers, right? Uh, nope, no, nope. I was body training by then. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Four years old. That surprises me. I, <laughs> I feel like even my daughter's now. almost four, and she's fully body trained. So, like, let's be serious. Yeah, well, also that's your daughter, me. though. <laughs> yeah, that, that does not surprise me. Um, she only has half your genetics. <laughs> thank yeah. God. Thank, thank you, Jill. Um, summers at Sobble. We did summers at Sobble. Yeah. Uh, whether it was like we rented a trailer there or spent some time with my grandparents, uh, and March breaks in Niagara. So like nice. now as I'm older, I'm starting to realize that like that, I'm very fortunate that my parents did that. But at the same time, I'm really thinking that the March breaks in Niagara were really more for them um, <laughs> because as we got older, like I would just spend time alone in the hotel and like <laughs> hang out with other kids. Right. Because times were so different, right? Like there's girls that I'm, I'm still Facebook friends with, you know what I mean? Or like Instagram friends with like that. I met there while our parents were off gambling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just complete that independence, but that carefreeness. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it's it weird because great. they were gambling away my portfolio because I kept yeah. such great tabs on yeah. it. And you're telling them, no, the stocks are doing great. No, it's, we're fine. We're fine. We're holding. We're holding. <laughs> Don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. You got uh, anything else, Brett? No, no. That's that's all about the '90s for now. I mean, we might touch on it uh, maybe a little bit offline, but let me touch the imagination. But uh, I feel as though we should get into the whole spiel where we wrap things up, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's do it. We'll be back with our farewell. That's all for today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode. 
and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite tool time person. So from all of us, guys, we did it alone. We did. A solo we should, first time. We should keep doing this. A solo journey. Uh, there is no producer, but I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And together, we're the craft beer connoisseurs. <laughs>